Blog Talk Radio. It's now time for the Bella Spree Radio Show with your host, Gina Wedlake. Join us every week on Bella Spree Radio as we allow you to get up close and personal with our professional diamond psychics, healers, and columnists. Plus, we'll feature the very best of Bella Spree Magazine. Call us right now for a live on-air reading at 718-664-9091. That's 718-664-9091. We also invite you to join us in our chat room to share your thoughts. You may also visit us online at bellaspree.com. That's Bella, B-E-L-L-E-S-P-R-I-T.com. And now, here's your host. Gina Wedley. Well, welcome everyone. Happy Memorial Day. Thank you for joining us tonight. This is the Bellis Free Radio Network and the Bellis Free Radio Show. I want to thank you for taking the time to tune in and listen to us tonight. This show is about the Bellis Free Magazine, our Bellis Free Diamond Psychics and Healers, and the columnists who contribute to the magazine's content. And each week we focus on one of our team members to help you to learn more about their specialty and to get them to get to know them better. So my name is Lisa Nolan Chalosky, and I'm here with my handsome husband, Patrick. Hi, everybody, and happy Memorial Day. And we are not only your guest host for tonight's show, we are in for the beautiful Gina Wedlake, who, again, is still taking care of some personal matters, but she will be back in a few weeks. But we are also going to be your guest tonight as well. And uh, I myself am a Bella Spree Diamond Psychic. I am also a columnist for the magazine. My website is www.lisanolan.com. My fan page on Facebook is Lisa Nolan Psychic Medium. Or you can follow me on Twitter at EarthAngel913. So as a psychic, I do receive messages from beyond in many forms, including clairvoyance, which is clear seeing, clairaudience, which is clear hearing, clairsentience, which is clear feeling, claircognizance, which is just clear knowing. I can also use psychometry where I can sense an object like a piece of jewelry or clothing, um, handing, handing me a photo. I've actually had someone bring me a pot one time, like a cooking pot, uh, just It just really doesn't matter because everything holds the energy of your loved ones. And I can connect you with those that have crossed over that are now in spirit form. And I can also connect you to guides, angels, and light beings. And I'm also what they call a trance channel. I invite spirits and entities from the angelic and universal, universal realm to what they would call borrow my body for a matter of time in order to communicate with the living. And we do hold uh, group trance channels the second Friday of every month. And if you happen to be in the Columbus, Ohio area, you can always reach out to us and I can uh, have you participate in those channel sessions. So um, listen, we're going to invite you to call in and if you would like to talk to us and get a free reading, we will be taking callers here in a little bit. That call in number is 718-664-9091. That's 718-664-9091. Or you can always join us in the chat room, which is live and being moderated by our lovely Lori LeBlanc. So we thank you for that, Lori. So, Patrick, what's going on? Well, um, all kinds of stuff, uh, Lisa. (laughs) And as always with us, there's always something weird going on. And uh, 
I am Patrick. I'm Lisa's husband and faithful sidekick. And she's the big talent, uh, and I'm her supporting role, I guess. But together, um, we've done some pretty amazing things. Uh, we've, we help people with uh, entity releasement. Um, we can look into your past lives sometimes and see what's going on there and resolve issues and uh, just and bring you into a new future, I guess, if you want to call it that, as you move forward. Uh, we sometimes do house clearings, and, uh, boy, we find some pretty weird stuff when we do that, don't we? Oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> so that's always interesting. Interesting stories. So call in if you want to have a reading or if you just have a question and you want to say, hey, I'm curious about such and such, and what do you guys think about that? Yeah. So we, we, we kind of dabble in all kinds of things, and maybe we can help you out and answer some questions. And we're just kind of flying by the seat of our pants tonight. We just thought, well, let's not script it. Let's just see what happens. Yeah, so, really. You know, we really had an amazing experience this weekend. Well, actually, I did. My, we're getting ready to uh, go camping, so as we uh, were at a friend's house and Patrick's working on the camper, I decided to go next door and visit my aunt, and she had been having some problems since February with a pain in her side, um, gotten so bad that she had actually gone and had an x-ray done, and then they've even done a CT scan trying to figure out what was wrong, and she was first diagnosed by a nurse practitioner as possibly possibly having shingles and she really didn't uh, have the outward symptoms of shingles but where the pain was in her body the nurse practitioner was you know considering you know all of the other options of what might be going on and they put her on shingle medicine and after a week that wasn't working so she took herself off of it she's like that's not what I have and the pain was getting worse so she goes back to the doctor and they decide to do an x-ray they feel like she has a bruised rib, but they're not quite sure. They send her home again. The pain continues to get worse. So she goes back, and they do – it was either a CT scan or an MRI. And so when I'm talking to her yesterday, I'm like, you know, I'm tapping into her energy. I ask permission, tapping into the situation. Take her back to the point when the pain started. And through some visualization techniques, we were able to get her to a point after about, I'd say, 20 minutes, she was completely pain-free. And i got to tell you, Patrick, we've talked about this before, where the body holds pain mm -hmm. from our emotional right. issues that we choose to not release and Absolutely. let go of. Absolutely. And for my aunt's situation, she had lost two brothers in, I'll say, like a six-month period. The last brother she lost was in January, and, the, and, then, and then the pain started in February. So she had a lot of regret. She had a lot of grief that she was holding in her body. And that's what that pain was. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. You know? It is amazing. And it's one thing that people don't understand is how how can my emotional state dictate what's going on in my body? And the fact is we have experiences in our life and um, it, it will elicit some type of emotion. And um, emotion is not something that's supposed to burden us, but it's supposed to be a tool to navigate through our experiences. So normally we feel the emotion, we work through the issue, and we let it go, and there's no problem. But sometimes we're holding on to an emotion so long that just to make it simple, let's say that emotion goes out into the universe and brings energy back in to affect the body. 
And when the body's affected, that's basically your higher self saying, hey, there's something here that needs taken care of, mm-hmm. and you're not, right. you're not dealing with it. This emotion is becoming too strong. It's ruling your life. You're not dealing with it, and it's not going to go away, so it manifests itself in the body. So, And uh, as Lisa and I work with people, we can tap into that and, uh, you know, we can use those physical uh, problems as signposts as to what's going on emotionally. So, and, and and we can tap into things and we release people from these problems and it's amazing how people's life changes. So, and then here's another thing. In uh, June, Lisa and I are going to become certified in past life and between life hypnosis. And we have a whole laundry list of friends and family that want to be our practice subjects with that. So we're we're looking forward to that. And if you're not familiar with that, I strongly suggest, if you're interested, getting some good books on past life hypnosis, uh, between life hypnosis, and and read some of the case studies. It's absolutely amazing. And um, we interviewed a, a just an absolute beautiful soul named Mira Kelly, a yeah, few weeks just, ago. Yeah, it was just a few weeks ago. Yeah, and she's absolutely amazing and written has written some amazing books on it. So anybody's interested, check it out. Yeah. So, again, we've got quite a few. Actually, we've got quite a few people that have called in. They've got their hands raised up. I believe you just hit uh, the number one on your dial pad if you would like to ask a question. So do you want to just go ahead and yeah, start taking calls? Yeah, I think we should. We, we have the board is just lit up here, so All we right, move so on. we're going to go um, – we're going to go in the order that the calls has been received. So holding the longest is area code 954-954. You're on the air. Hi. Hi, how are you? We're Hi. awesome. Hi. What's what your we... name? Amanda. Amanda. How Hi, can Amanda. How can I help you, Amanda? I just want um, a general reading. Okay. If you have a question, Amanda, or something we can focus in that really helps us get started um i have a reading about love life okay all right got it so listen um are you uh are you uh i'm going to call it unattached at the moment yes okay okay all right so why do i I keep seeing, okay, the way this works for me, too, is it's kind of like Pictionary. And they're going to show me visuals in my head that are like um, experiences that I've had in the past, either with past clients or myself, or maybe a show that I've seen on TV, or it's like there's an architect in my head drawing arrows and stuff places, okay? And basically okay. What, they're, what they're showing me, Amanda, is that your head and your heart are not connected. And they're drawing an arrow from the top of your head, and they're drawing it they're drawing it like a loop so it's like a big circle it's coming from the top of your head goes out around like your face area and draws right back down into your heart which tells me that you're in your head too much and you're trying too hard and you're not just allowing and being and coming from a place of love and self-love to allow this experience to happen for you do you understand what i'm saying yeah no i do i do understand so what I want you to consider doing, honey, is there's there's a there's an there's a there's a, I don't I don't feel like you do a lot of meditating either. I feel like there's a lot of um what what do I want to say about this? Uh you're a very busy person and you don't give yourself a lot of downtime. Is that a correct statement? 
I do have downtime, but I just don't meditate at all. I don't personally care for the act of meditating, okay? I, mm-hmm. I can't do it. I, I, you know, having a guided meditation just drives me crazy because I'm like, when are they going to be done? How much longer? <laughs> you know? So if it's mm-hmm. something, something I do is it's very simple. It's just breath work. And what you do is you sit and you can sit with your hands in a receiving pose or you can put them on your heart. It doesn't matter. And you just take a nice deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. You do that three times at the same pace. And then you do it again for two more times, but you slow the breath down. And then two more times after that. So a total of seven times. And the last two times that you do it, you just slow your breath as slow as you can get it. Now, what this, what this, what this breathing technique does is it moves you from your head into your heart center and will allow you to express more out of that heart-centered space. And I, okay. I just really feel like I really feel like that would help you calm your mind and 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 sink deeper into a personal experience with yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Patrick, I feel like you have something you can add too. Yeah, I do. Uh, Amanda, we were talking earlier how our uh, thoughts and emotions go out into the universe and they come back to us to create our reality according to what we are asking of the universe. And uh, uh, constant statements are a way uh, that when we send that out, the universe creates that and brings it back. So I'd like you to kind of change your thoughts and the way you're talking because I feel that you're you're so concentrated on finding a mate or not having a mate that you keep telling the universe, I don't have a mate, I don't have a mate, I don't have a mate, I'm waiting for a mate, I'm waiting for a mate. So the universe says, well, let's give her that. Let's give her waiting for a mate. Let's give her waiting for a mate. That's what she's asking for. So perhaps change that to I am love, I'm ready to receive love, I'm ready to have the relationship now. I don't need a relationship to make me complete. I'm complete on my own, but I'm now I'm ready for a relationship to uh, to bring me somebody to share my life with, share all the good things. And you'll feel how that changes the energy around you about this situation. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you, you create the energy, the creative energy you're sending out. And believe me, no matter what you send out, the universe has absolutely no care if it's something positive or something uh, negative to bring yourself. It is absolutely unemotional about it and no judgment. It's just going to give you what you're saying you want. So don't okay. say, I have a relationship. Say, I'm ready to receive. And it really is that simple. And I always like to say, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing you need to change. You just need to change your, but you need to change your mind. That's right. the only thing you need to change is your mind. Right. Okay. That's good advice, Patrick. Thank you. Fantastic. So I hope that helps, Amanda. It does. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling, dear. You know, and let Thank me just you. add one more thing. Yeah, yeah, Amanda, listen, let me just add one more thing. When Patrick and I first got together, we had done a lot of work independently on ourselves to prepare for that, for, to prepare for that experience. And um, you, how, how many was it, about three weeks or a month before you met me, you wrote a letter to your future mate? It was one month, yeah. Talk about that. Uh, one month, uh, a friend of mine suggested 
and she was very gifted psychically. And she said, now I want you to go home and write a letter about all the things you want, all the traits you want to see in your mate. And make it all the good stuff, you know, like a loving person and funny and witty and smart. But leave out all the nonsense like, oh, my gosh, he has to be six foot three and 180 pounds. He has to be muscle bound or whatever. Leave all that stuff out because that's just crap anyhow. So mm-hmm. put all the important stuff in there, the stuff that really will make your heart sing. And when you do that, make sure you're being all those things too because like attracts like. Right. Mm-hmm. So Thank when you're that, you're going to bring that to you, and the results are amazing. I did it. Um, I wrote my letter, and uh, Lisa came along in a month. And it's just been absolutely incredible. So Yeah. You know, so just trust the process, darling. I I feel that it's not that far off. Um, It's just you need to make that connection with your mind and your heart so that you're not thinking so much about the process, okay? Okay. All right. Well, I wish you the best. Yeah, I thank you so much. And if you want to keep listening, just press one again so that your hand goes down and we won't we won't pick up your mic again. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm just no problem. Thanks, Amanda. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. So that was great. All right. That was great. You know, you just you give such great advice on that, you know? Well, the the question about love comes up so much and it's one thing that everybody is looking for. Um not everybody has love, but everybody desires love, and everybody can have love. It's uh, it's absolutely our right to have it, and the universe is not conspiring to bring us bad guys or bad girls. It just wants us to have what we truly desire. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, and we actually had a uh, question come in from chat. Um, Jules, hopefully you're still listening, and she's asking, will her divorce be final in June? You know, um, as I tap into that, I'm I'm feeling like there's I'm, I'm asking for like a percent of a possibility, mm-hmm. and I'm getting like about sixty to seventy percent yeah. chance that it will. Yeah, I I'm feeling that too. There's um, there's a lot of variables, and uh, there's free will here. Feels like there are certain people, maybe it's the ex or something, that can drag their feet. And how efficient will they be? Uh, so yeah, I'm feeling that. Yeah, that I'm gonna too. I'm gonna actually go out on the record and say I, I feel it absolutely by July. I'm seeing like halfway through July, you're going to be free to be able to. I feel like this is the visual I'm getting. You're going to be able to crawl out from underneath that rock that you've been hiding under, or the it, it may may not be that you're hiding under it. It's just the weight of being under it. That's the problem. And I see, like, the second going into the third week of um, of July that you're able to move out from under that rock and fly. It's just like you're taking off. It's like the turtle has left its shell, and it's finding a new home and a new way. <laughs> so hopefully that was helpful for you. Um, let's go ahead and take another caller, Patrick. What do okay. you think? We've got um, caller area code 856. 856, you're on with, uh, let's see here, 856, it would help if I hit the mic. Who are we talking to? Hi, this is Laura. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome, Laura. What can we do for you? 
I was hoping you could tell me if you see me getting a job anytime soon and also whether or not I'm going to be able to purchase a house this year. Hmm. Okay. All right. Here's Okay. Out of the two, I feel like a job is a definite, but I'm kind of like, mm, I'm not sure about the house thing. Are you looking at relocating? I'm willing to relocate. And what what kind of job are you looking for? I mean, what 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 is the industry you're in? Uh, change management and training and development. Okay, that might be why I see you. Okay, training and development. You know, um, this is either relocation or a lot of travel because I keep. Okay, so here, here, again, here's the thing. They're giving me the visual in my head. Patrick and I are going on a trip here in just a few weeks to Denver, and I see myself walking through the airport with suitcases, but I feel like I'm walking through the airport frequently. So you're either mm. you're either going to be taking a lot of trips with this new job or you're relocating. I'm, I'm still trying to sort out the two of those. Now, um, which. <laughs> uh, to clarify. I know, right? Clarify? Yeah. What I want, what I want to what I want you to consider doing is being very clear to the universe about what it is that you want. Um, and I'm not, that, I think that's why the home is so, I can't, I can't find the home, but I can find a job, but I keep seeing suitcases. So I'm not sure if you're traveling a lot or if she's reloading. Are you, what are you getting, Patrick? Um, I'm, not, I'm not feeling it right now. Okay, that's okay. I'm kind of going off you right now, Lise. Okay, that's okay. Let me just keep working on this, Laura. Training and development. Where are you? But you're currently working. Is that a correct statement? No. No, I I just lost my job, and I was hoping to be able to buy a home. I had my sights on a home. Had just started thinking, asking the realtor to make an appointment for me to go in and look at the home, and my job fell through. So that put that on the back burner, and it feels like you know what. Go ahead. They. it feels like, and I keep finding coins around my vehicle, and I I know that they're coming from my angels and my guides. Right. And I right. thought they were trying to tell me that I was on the right path, <laughs> that I was going to get my home, because it's really you important know. to me. I really want my home, but if I'm traveling so much, see, I don't know. I, it feels like they're they put a stop to it because they didn't want me to get a home. I don't know. It just, I'm kind of I don't feeling, know. I'm kind of feeling that you will be traveling. I, I'm kind of feeling you should be traveling for work. I see, and you kind of touched on it. I think you may be traveling so much that buying a home right now may be a bit impractical. Sense. It just doesn't make sense. Uh-huh. It just, it, it does. It just doesn't make. Here's what I want to say to you. When you said it fell through, I felt like a sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. It's a blessing in disguise. Because I really well, feel like, yeah. you know, I, I really feel happy. like. I wasn't happy at the job, but I did want the financial to come through until I was ready to move on to something else. I, yeah. You know, it's, I don't know, it's all in, it, I feel like they didn't want me to get the house because it was going to be the wrong move, I guess. That's right. I absolutely agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. Now. I need you trusting that and knowing that there is 
strong possibility that you're going to either be doing a lot of traveling and it makes no sense to be a homeowner in the area that you're traveling uh, from, or you're going to be a complete reload and the destination is going to be somewhere where you would have had to turn around and try to sell your home and chances mm-hmm. are, you know, you've already been upset, you know, up, upside down yeah. and you wouldn't have been able to sell it. You know, those kinds of things. But I'm seeing this as a blessing in disguise. And I'm kind of feeling that maybe the coins that you're seeing, uh, the job falling through, the coins you're seeing may very well be telling you that uh, the reason you haven't gotten the job yet is because the one coming is going to pay better. Hmm. Yeah, my girlfriend and I went out yesterday and uh, we were shopping and this time she drove. Because I always find the coins around the outside of my vehicle. I always do. In fact, I had to put air in the tire a couple of weeks ago, and I thought I might be short a quarter, but I drove to the gas station anyways, and lo and behold, there was a quarter, a dime, and a penny, or it was it a nickel? But anyways, it was right there in the grass by the air conditioner thing that you pump your air into the tires. And I just started laughing because I know... They were telling me, here's your quarter. You needed an extra quarter. Here it is, you know. So my girlfriend right. and I were driving, and she was driving She was driving the car yesterday. I'm usually the one to drive. But we went back to the meters, and we put our packages in the car. And on my passenger seat, there were two coins. And I looked at her, and I said, did you put those coins there? Are those your coins? And she said, no. Oh, my gosh. I know. They just cracked me up. They really do. But I don't understand what it is they're trying to tell me because I just lost my job. So what you're saying is you think the coins um, mean that I'm going to be making more money in a better job? And that that's I, think coming they, I see coins as abundance, and I hmm. see opportunities coming for you that are honestly, it's kind of like the Wizard of Oz. They're way beyond your imagination. So I want you setting setting your sights on and allowing the universe to bring, you know, it's, it's basically it's release your expectations of what it's going to look like, feel like, taste like, and accept the beauty of what's coming because it is more abundant than where you've come from as long as you stay in the vibration of love and not fear. You know, because yeah. if you stay in the vibration of fear, then you're going to take maybe the first thing that comes along, it's going to be less money, yeah. you're going to be miserable, yeah. you're going to be like, oh, my God, those people were crazy, they didn't know what they were talking about. But what I'm telling you is I feel like it's a blessing in disguise that, one, your job fell through, that, two, this this possible opportunity to buy this home fell through. I'm going, I'm like brushing my eyebrows, and I'm going, whew, that was a close one. Thank God that didn't happen, right? Yeah. So, you know, just um, start writing your list on, you know, what this new job looks like, how it feels to be in it, where you want to be, what you want it to look like, how much you want to make. And, you know, just stay in the flow of that energy, bringing it forward. Well, are they, are they giving you any idea when, a time frame, six months, a range, anything like that? No, it's it's weeks, not months. It's weeks, weeks not months. months. Yeah, it's All weeks, right. not months. Okay? Yeah. Be All open, right. network. You. Yeah, be open, yeah. network, and don't be – and, and it, this feels pretty organic how this happens. It's almost like someone comes to you and says, hey, I know someone kind of thing, right? Be open. Let people know. You know, put it out there on LinkedIn and all these different places that you're looking and you're available. Get your resume out on Monster so that people are looking for you. And don't be surprised when that call mm-hmm. comes. Be like, oh, my gosh, they told me this was going to happen. Yeah. And you can just giggle all the way to the yep. bank. 
and don't just wait for it to come and knock on your door and, and find you. Uh, put some energy towards that. So, and that just tells the universe I'm ready. So, that's right. It feels, it feels good though. It feels really good. Okay, Laura. Okay. Hopefully this I'll pull in a few. Yeah, please, if you want to keep listening, uh, go ahead and uh, hit one again to put your hand down. I'm just going to go ahead and mute your mic, okay? Okay, thank you so much, both of you. Thank you. You're welcome. Patrick, we also had a call. um, Let's see here. Lori from, uh, let's see, Renee, I'm sorry. Lori, our uh, chat monitor, uh, sent a message from Renee. How can she maximize her potential in life? Patrick, your name is all over this one, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Maximize your potential. You know, this was a tough one for me, and I'm still learning that lesson. Uh, I'm I'm a very left-brained person by nature, and which which, which makes me have to find the logic in everything. And that's worked for most of my life, but now I need to just get out of my head and quit plaguing myself and being my own worst enemy in my own block. So I need to get out of my head and a state, and, and I feel this is this would work for you too, Renee. State to the universe what you want, trust that it's coming, and then stay out of the way. Keep that logical mind under control. And if you're the kind of the person that lays in bed with your mind racing, that just that's a good indicator that you just can't get out of your head. And if you were listening to that first caller, Amanda, that called in, and you know, do that breathing exercise to connect your mind and heart centers because if we're connected in that way, it, you just wouldn't believe how much more clear you can become and allow. And you know, it's kind of like the situation with my aunt this weekend. She she posted on Facebook and said to me as well afterwards, she goes, I feel so much better and my head is so clear and I cannot believe, you know, how I feel about myself in this situation. So, you know, the more clear you are in your mind and connecting that heart-centered space, it's just amazing how much grander life feels. And it's, you know, it might not even be that you're doing anything different with the exception of, connecting, you know, to your heart, but it feels like you can do more. Wouldn't you say, Patrick? It's oh, like, you know, you, you sure. know, you, you become one of the incredibles, you know, you just, I, I can't, I don't even know how to describe what I'm saying, but I just know that with everything that I release and let go of, I feel stronger and better about everything that I do. And I'm not sure exactly what you're asking as far as potential. Uh, that could be many things. But here's one thing. I'm a very impatient person, or I have been in the past. So I keep asking my team, when am I going to do this? When am I going to do that? When is this coming? When's that coming? Uh, where do where do I need to be? And they, my team has told me dozens of times, you're not supposed to be any place other than where you are right now. Yes, there are all, all these potentials that are waiting to be unlocked in my life, but it's not time. And I, I can't move on to ninth grade until I've completed the lessons for sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Even though I can see how great it's going to be in uh, high school, I still need to have the experiences to prepare for that. 
So please be patient and just know that your team will deliver whenever it's time. And just know that you are exactly where you need to be. Exactly. And she had asked in chat, I I seen your message that you uh, were asking about that breathing technique. And what it is, Renee, is you breathe in three times, in through the nose and out through the mouth at the same pace with either your hands in a receiving pose or your hands on your heart. The next two times you breathe, you slow the breath down, in through the nose, out through the mouth at the same pace but slower. And then do it two more times for a total of seven those last two breaths are as slow as you can possibly go. And what that does is it moves you from a head-centered space and it drops you down into your heart center. And it is really, really, really an awesome way to just focus on the breath and get you back into your heart center. So I do hope this helps, Renee. Um, you've got such a delightful energy, such a beautiful spirit. And we'd love to hear back from you just even in the future and let us know how you're moving through everything. And um, please keep in touch, okay? Thanks, Renee. So, all right, listen, we're going to take a quick break so we can wet our whistles, and we will be back in just under two minutes. Bella Spree is a free online magazine featuring columnists who are experts in their field. Bella Spree magazine covers topics about health and healing, spiritual growth, angels, inspiration, divination, and the paranormal. You can also receive guidance from our experts to your questions or follow your astrological and lunar forecast for the month ahead. Bella's Free Magazine is offered free online for your education and enjoyment at bellasfree.com. Bella's Free means beautiful spirit, and that represents each and every one of us. Their logo is the diamond because it represents the full soul quality. Like a diamond, each facet is unique, holding a beauty all its own. Each facet represents a different characteristic of who we are as individuals. And yet, when we look at the whole diamond, with its flaws and inclusions, we see the exquisiteness of the diamond in its entirety. The collective of the whole soul quality, demonstrating that even in its imperfections, it is still seen as beautiful. Bella's Free Magazine spreads love, truth, and awareness to the world, leading the diamond in the rough to healing and growing into the best diamond we are all meant to be. Visit Bella's Free at bellasfree.com. That's B-E-L-L-E-S-P-R-I-T dot com. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. Learn more about Reverend Belle Salisbury, psychic medium and spiritual counselor at bellsalisbury.com. All right, so welcome back to the show. You are listening to the Bella Spree Radio Show with Lisa and Patrick Shawoski. And we are talking, taking calls tonight and uh, waiting now. Uh, let's see here. We're going to do caller area code 256. 256, you're live on the air. Hi, my name is Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly. How are you doing this evening? Hi. Great. How are you? We're awesome. <laughs> 
Super great. <laughs> what can we do for you? Well, I just want to know, um, in reference to my career transition or promotion. Okay. So are you currently working? I am. Okay. So, okay. So did you just recently apply for a new job that you would consider a promotion? Is that what you're asking about? Well, I don't know if I consider a promotion. It's like I'm a teacher, but I applied for uh, another teacher position in another district. Um, I've been looking for other types of jobs outside of uh, teaching also. so. What what grade do you teach? Oh, I teach ninth and 10th graders, biology. Okay. Okay. Okay, ninth and you know, how long have you been doing that? Because that's really, I'm really struggling having you being a teacher for some reason. Yeah, I, I've been doing it. This would be my 12th year, and it was never my passion. Healing and medicine was my passion, but I put it on the back burner. Okay. All right. That explains to me why I'm going to call it like a burnout phase. And it's not that you're yeah. not a teacher. It's that some part of you has um it's not okay so here's what i'm seeing it's like um the 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 pilot light went out but yet you still move through the motions of doing the work because you have to i don't right. feel like any of the i don't feel like any of the students are suffering because you're doing it for them but you're not doing it for yourself is that a correct statement right exactly okay now i really think it's time to see you know move into a new district isn't going to change. Isn't going to change the fact that it's not your passion. It's just moving to different faces. Um, a, a temporary distraction. Yeah, temp- mm-hmm. a te- like Patrick has said, a temporary distraction. And I really want you to consider um, being clear about that which you want. Now, there's an awesome video that um, I just recently came across by a friend of mine. Greg Braden is a scientist. And there's a there's a YouTube video. It's a snippet of a conference that he was in. It's about 14 minutes long, and it's called something like um, uh, Heal Cancer in Three Minutes. Okay, but when you watch the video, what it's all about is the power of the mind to create that which we want and the belief in the fact that we can do it. And I'm reading his book right now called Spontaneous Healing um, Through Belief, and it is amazing. So and so he talks in this video about someday. Well, someday I'm going to be abundant, and someday I'm going to get that job I really want, and someday this and someday that. And the universe hears someday, and what does someday mean? It means nothing. It means it's never going to happen because you haven't put a definitive date on when you want that item or that thing. So what I would ask you to do, Kimberly, is be very serious about what it is you're looking for. And if you are unsure, how can the universe bring it to you? Does that make sense? Yes. So it's an either do or a don't situation. And I feel like if you get this job at this other district, it's like Patrick said, it's a it's a it's a distraction and it's not going to get you where you want to be. So I would start looking at sources outside um in your field, in your line of knowledge and you know what it is that you want to do. Um and and try to work in that direction, but make it very clear about what it is you want to do. Do you have anything to add, Patrick? No, that, that's how does, you nailed it. How does that sound to you, Kimberly? Oh, it sounds good. Uh, 
I'm just, I guess, I, I pray for direction because I, it, it'll be okay. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely going to be okay. But I feel like it's just a matter of, um, you know, here's what I'm feeling. I don't feel like you have to go through another year of teaching if you put the car in gear. All of a sudden, you get you get in your car and you put it in gear and you start moving forward. You're going to have something before you have to go back into the school system this next year. It'll be rewarding. It'll be fulfilling. And it'll be exactly what you've been looking for. Okay. Okay. Now it's your, it's your job to make it happen. Put the energy toward it, so the universe knows what you want and knows how to give it to you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Right. Yeah, and keep keep us posted, Kimberly, on how this is working for you. And if you need further guidance, you know, there's other shows that uh, we have on this network where you can call in and say, okay, you know, this is what I've done, and is there anything else I can do? And you know, just keep staying up on it and keep that keep that momentum going. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you, Kimberly. If you want to keep listening, please just go ahead and um, uh, press one, and I'm going to go ahead and mute your mic. Okay. All right, thank you so much. You know, Lisa, it's funny how uh, everything that's coming back from our callers is put the energy out that you truly desire and let the universe take care of you. Let the universe create that for you. We're seeing that over and over and over again tonight. And it really is that simple. It really does work that simply. Um, You can't just say, I want something but in the back of your mind you feel you don't really deserve it or right. you feel you're not worthy or whatever. You can't trick the universe. Right. So you really do have to, <laughs> you know, know that you are good enough to have your heart's desire. And like we said, the universe yeah. is unemotional about what it gives you. It doesn't care what you ask for. Uh, it's going to give you what you truly ask for, what you truly desire. Yep, that's so, right. All right, we got so many people, so let's get moving. All right, so we're going to go to uh, area code 704. 704, you're live on the air. Hi. Hi, this is Melissa. Hi, Hi Melissa. Melissa. Hello. What can we help I'm you sorry. with tonight? Um, do you see any changes coming up with my job? Job. Job has been a huge subject tonight, too, hasn't it, Patrick? Yep. Okay. What what's going on? Um okay. All right, Melissa, Melissa. Job, job, job. Okay. But you're working right now, is that a correct statement? Yes. Okay. Okay. Why do I sort of feel like I'm in um it's not really quicksand, but I'm kind of like in mush. I don't know how else to call it. It's just kind of mushy. <laughs> Because that's my job. <laughs> no, it's just a job where it, it it pays well, but it's just a lot of blinging. I guess you want to call it like it's a. Um, it's okay. Sorry, I, don't we, I, don't, I don't know how to explain yeah, we, it. <laughs> okay. I get no satisfaction from it. Just basically that. Right. Right. You know, and there are so many people that find themselves in this situation because we feel like. You know, we get ourselves to, um, com- I'll call it comfortable. Mm-hmm. We get comfortable, and um, and then we're, you know, there's that fear of change, and what if I change? Am I making a mistake? And, you know, is it going to be good enough? Is it going to be the money I need? Is it, you know, is it is the location going to be okay? You know, 
I, oh my gosh, I've already worked myself up to three weeks vacation, and now I'm going to go back to yeah. one. And, and then the golden handcuffs. Now you're you know. making so much money, you need to start over because you're going to lose some of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. Let me just, um, you know, here's what I want to say about this. You're in about up to your waist in like a mushy, marshy area, okay? I don't know if you've ever seen um, like TV shows where they're in, um, what, what's a crocodile show where they're they're always in the swampy areas and they're, you see those big like cat tails, cat of nine tails and stuff like that. It's like you're walking through that and it's up to about your waist and the water's really murky, which is telling me there's a lot of emotion and drama around what you do. Um, but you are free to move about where you want. It's not that it's like quicksand and you can't, you know, you can't get out. It's not, um, mud and you're sinking, but it's like, but it's stagnant at the same time. It's not, you, you are free to move about as you want, but the water itself is muddy because of the emotion. Okay. Does that describe where you are? Yes. I actually make my own schedule. I have a lot of freedom in my job, but it's kind of tied the way they want it done. <laughs> it's like right. really I feel like I'm wasting my time a lot of the time with some of the stuff they want me to do. But it's, it's a cush job, but it's just like no satisfaction. Okay. You know what? I really don't like what I'm about to say to you, but I don't feel you leaving there anytime soon. Yeah, who is, who is, there's a lot of freedom. In, who Do you have small children or children that you, this flexibility in your schedule really works well for? No, I have a 19-year-old son. He's getting ready to graduate high school. Okay, okay. I'm seeing a change for you in like, now, you can totally throw away everything I'm saying, but I'm seeing like 12 months to a year and a half before a change is made. Um, Mm -hmm. And that could be because you're not very clear on what it is you really want to do. You know, if you left the job you're, you're doing, what would you want to do? Right. Um, I'm actually, look, I'm working on myself spiritually, and um, I've been told the healing modalities and all that good stuff, but I'm just foggy on all that, on the direction I want to go. I've been told, you know, go non-profit, um, and I'm just not sure where to settle in as far as all that to go forward with it. You know, that's an interesting thing to say, and what I'm feeling is, Whenever you're do working on your spiritual work, for me, I know um, it has become a, a, a 24 hour, seven day a week job mm-hmm. to deal with mm-hmm. the energy coming in, the changes in my body, the changes in my spirit. Just there's so many things going on that a, a change in my job. Uh, would have been the worst thing for me because it would have thrown me off and distracted me uh, with this new shiny bauble, so to speak, and it would have drawn my attention away uh, from my spiritual growth. So Mm -hmm. uh, I've been at the same job for four and a half years, and I thought I'd only be there a year, but it absolutely is something that I needed so I could concentrate my efforts on other. And my job is one that's not very challenging either, but it's serving its purpose for now, and I understand that. Yeah, and I feel like there's a lot of similarities. You know, I just don't know, Melissa, that it's quite time for you to leave yet because, you know, as Patrick has said, there's 
there's times where he's wanted to leave, but it's kind of like, you know what, you haven't learned all your lessons or met all the people that you're supposed to meet. And you may be hanging out thinking, okay, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing here. And then all of a sudden, six months from now, you're going to meet the person and it's all going to be like light bulbs come on. Now I know why I was made to stay. And then once Uh you work through the experience, then all of a sudden you're able and free to move on. But, um, you know, so hopefully this has been helpful. I do feel, I still, I'm still trying to get it down to less than that, but I still feel like it's a year, a year to a year and a half before you actually make a change. And, um, you know, there's a book that I'm reminded of by um, Henriette, Henriette, I believe her last name is Klauser, K-L-A-U-S-E-R, and it's called Write It Down, Make It Happen. And I would strongly recommend that book for you because I really think that you have a lot of power in your mind to create things, but you have to be careful what you create. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like as far as manifesting stuff? Yeah, yeah. You're a great yeah. manifester, but you got to be careful what you're manifesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I actually manifested a bad conference call on Friday. After the fact, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I was dreading the call. I was going to be a big cluster, and then it was. It was and I'm like, oh. I'm hearing my team. I am hearing my team say, and she's manifesting longevity with this job too. So, you know, you're. It's um. It's I mean, a good it's a job. job. Yeah, it's a good job. Um, I'm it's just hoping job. things get better. Yeah. 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 All right, that's so awesome. Do, yeah. So do consider that book, hon, and and I I just wish you the best, and I can't thank you enough for calling in. Do keep us posted if you want to continue listening. Um, just go ahead and hit one. I'm going to go ahead and mute your mic. Thanks, Melissa. Thanks, Melissa. Thank you. Bye-bye. And uh, area code 360. This uh, 360 will be probably the last call, maybe maybe one more after this. Uh, 360, thank you so much for holding so long. You are live on the air. What's your name, hon? Oh, thank you. My name's Lori. Hi, Lori. Hi. How can we help you tonight? Well, I'm wondering about my upcoming lawsuit on... Trying to sue this kid that mobile mechanic kid that did a bunch of fraudulent work on my car and did damaged it really made it totally dangerous to drive and um and i i I couldn't find an attorney I didn't get the proper advice right away and then I went to this mediation and that was kind of horrible and and then I kept trying and I found an attorney and I'm wondering if how it's all going to work out. Are you, is the car drivable now? It's drivable now, but the, the axle still, the axle seal's messed up, and there's um, the transmission pan, oil pan is leaking, and um, he didn't pay me for the, he had left the parking module unhooked and laying in the engine bay, so... Um, I had to pay another $60 to have another guy hook that up, put another one in, and it's just a big mess, and so these are all I, had things go, are- I had to go get another car, you know. And these are all things that are verifiable from, like, another mechanic that they were done wrong or poorly or... Yes, and then he had this mediation where he was supposed to repair a bunch of the damages he did, and he did do some of it, but not all of it. And you know, and then he doesn't want to pay me the money for the parking module. And okay, you know, and then I had to go yeah. get another car. And I mean, he did a lot of 
fraudulent stuff. Like when he first got my car, he calls me up and tells me, um, first he says he was going to charge me $100 to fix it, you know, and then he got my car and then he said, and then it broke down on the way over there and I had to have it towed over there and then, and then, uh, he calls me up and says, I can't fix your car. Where's my money? If you don't give me the $100, I'm keeping your car, you know, stuff like that. This has been okay. Mm-hmm. All right, give me his initials so I can tap into him. A V. Okay. Okay. All right. So okay. Now, here's what I want to say about this. I don't feel like you're the first person that he's done this to, okay. and I don't know that you, I don't know that you'll be the last. Unfortunately, um, some part of me wants to just say to you cut your losses and move on because the energy that you're spending chasing your tail trying to get this guy to uh, do something for you, even through the uh, law system, the court system, is mm-hmm. energy that you could spend towards, you know, doing better things for yourself and, and, and not making yourself sick. I feel like this guy doesn't give one iota over ever seeing you or your car again because he's on to the next victim. Okay, right. now... It's kind of a double-edged sword because I wish, you know, you going through the court system in this way may stop him, maybe even in the general area where he is. But wherever he relocates to, he'll continue doing it, unfortunately. Um, I don't know. I'm not feeling like this is going to – you You know, you may get um, – I don't feel like they're going to charge him for the fact that you've had to go out and buy a different car. That, uh-huh. unfortunately, is an expense that you went to, and I feel like that's just what you're going to have to, you know. It's kind of like, you know, uh, someone totals your car, and insurance pays the car, but then you got to go buy a new car. You know, insurance isn't going to buy you that new car, right? So it's kind of that kind of thing. Now, I, what's what's the value of what you're trying to get out of him? What's, what's the, what, what are you suing for? Well, my first small claims court thing was for $1,600. Okay. And then the mediators put the wrong date on the court paper. So then I told the mediators, well, that's the wrong date. Can you inform the kid about the correct date? And they go, well, you informed him, and it's mind your own business and just worry about your, getting your own self there. So then he didn't show up, and then so we had to reschedule. He got a continuance, and then we went back to court, and then I told him there was more damages after he repaired. He didn't repair it properly. And so now I'm supposed to go back to court, small claims court on the 16th, or else I'm supposed to talk to this attorney about doing something. And the attorney's initials are DK. You know, I, Patrick, are you getting into my... Here, honey, I don't, I, don't, I don't like what I'm about to say to you. I don't like when I feel the energy this way, but I feel like you're spinning your wheels, honestly. And the money that you're spending hiring a lawyer and the time you're spending being off work and going and trying to get this guy to pay you back. I'm not working right now. Okay. It just it I'm just like, feels like um, it feels fruitless to me. It, it does. It feels fruitless. It doesn't feel like, you know, even if the court orders him to pay, I don't feel like he has the money to pay you. So then I don't know what happens. Does he go to jail because he can't pay you? I mean, it's kind of like um, I don't I don't want you to oh, – I don't want you to stop trying, but I need you to decide when enough is enough. 
and that, you know, chalk this up as a really hard lesson learned and just move on. Do you understand what I'm saying? Well, will he get taken down eventually? Or will he just continue? Mm -hmm. You know, people like this really drive me crazy. Um, It's not fair. And I'd like to say he'll be taken down eventually, but he really doesn't have... um, it's almost like he doesn't have a soul. He doesn't really care that he's doing this to people. Right. And, um, you know, so at what point do you keep going and and knowing that this guy really doesn't care? It's kind of easy for him to say what, say whatever he wants and Mm -hmm. get out of whatever he wants because uh, the people he's working for, they don't know anything about their car. They'd fix it themselves. Right. So Mm -hmm. he, say anything he wants and tinker around and do whatever he wants. And so people are kind of at his mercy and he knows he's playing that game. Yeah, he sure is. And, uh, no, it, it, we, we always feel like we want to see people like that, get what they deserve, but wanting to get revenge is certainly just not good energy for us. And I know he made my car so like he didn't have the axles all the way in, you know, I could have been in a fatality. You know, he makes cars dangerous to drive. Right. You know, so what I want to say to you is, you know, you can meet with the lawyer, but go mm-hmm. with the guidance. They think you have a case and go for it. But I, I'm I'm highly suspect that they're going to tell you you just need to wash your hands of it. So, you know, I, I do hope this has helped. We've only got a couple minutes left in the okay. program. I do I do wish you the best of luck and, you know, um, it's 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 a very unfortunate situation you found yourself in, and and we'll send love and light for the highest and best outcome for all of you. Okay. Sorry, okay, it couldn't thank be. You. Yeah, thanks, Lori. Thank you so thank much. You. Bye. Thank you. Okay. Well, I you know I can't believe Patrick. It's been an hour already. This has <laughs> been <happened>? crazy. <laughs> I just want to thank everyone for listening tonight, for allowing us to come into your homes, and and um. I want to thank um, I want to thank Patrick for being here with me. Now, listen, we have uh, this show next week, uh, Monday, June first. We are going to have the beautiful Edie Weinstein, who is with the Bella Free Magazine. She is a, a career journalist. Um, she will be taking uh, calls that evening, one question readings, and um, please call in. Also. We have Embers of Light that is on every Tuesday, 5 p.m. Eastern. Every Wednesday, we have Zone at 7 p.m. Eastern. And then every Friday, you can listen to Live with Bell Salisbury at 8 p.m. Eastern. And we just can't thank you enough for listening in tonight. We do wish everyone a happy Memorial Day and a fantastic week ahead. Love and light. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Bella's Free Radio with your host, Gina Wedlake. Join us every Monday evening at 8 p.m. right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. And be sure to visit us online at bellasfree.com. That's B-E-L-L-E-S-P-R-I-T dot com.